0: So we're going to start with update tonight.
1: Don't be number 12.
0: Uh, B number 12. That's, a, that's a good guess. That's a good guess. So longtime listeners will know this is our, uh, mostly my homage to Norm MacDonald. Um, just somebody that I really look up to as the person that's made me laugh over the years. And we all know that he passed away recently. So I wanted to do this a, as a good one. I wanted this to be a good uh, round of FSBT update, um, but also just to honor him. Yes. Did you, did you like Norm Macdonald? We never really talked about it, whether you liked him or not.
1: Um, I don't dislike him, so that's something, right? I feel like, like his main thing was like SNL, right? That's
0: strange career, in that like he never really had the landmark. Like movie or tv show that made him famous he was just one of those guys i don't
1: think i knew enough like i don't think i followed him enough you know at the age that i was when he was like at his peak i just wasn't i wasn't paying attention
0: i'd really be hard-pressed to like explain what his peak was because it was yeah (laughs) he was the weekend update guy for a couple years and then then he was just this guy that would pop up on Late night shows sometimes right. and give a good clip, but then right. it's just sort of always on the fringes. But it was somebody that all, you know all the other comics really enjoyed. I the thing that
1: I do uh, <laughs> I'm very familiar with his Burt Reynolds, and my funny story that I shared on Twitter <laughs> is that Danny and I were having a shower. <laughs> we have all of our best conversations in there, and he's like. Ah, Burt Reynolds died I was like oh my gosh Norm Macdonald died too and that's who Danny meant to say (laughs) he meant to say Norm Macdonald except he said Burt Reynolds and we laughed so hard
0: (laughs) I think Norm would take that as a compliment
1: I think so too just a couple of you know late 30s (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> people laughing in the shower together at being old and stupid. <laughs>
0: well, I liked how you kind of laughed when you said in the shower because young people or younger people would might hear that and be like, oh, that's hot. But people our age would be like, oh, where well, you talk to your spouse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's,
0: that's your private conversation room.
1: <laughs> yeah. <shower. laughs> it's, it's like the best place to have a conversation.
0: It really is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then if it gets out it's fine but
0: Casey, <laughs> mostly it's family just podcast
1: there to get clean and we're conserving water so shout out to you know us doing that
0: <laughs> the thing that norm said that i really liked was that punchlines should catch the listener by surprise
1: uh-huh.
0: i've thought a lot about that in in the days since he's died and i think my favorite I think my favorite Norm Macdonald joke was not one of his more well-known ones, but it was one from Saturday Night Live where he the setup didn't really even matter. It was the, the, a weekend update uh, joke about uh, the difference between male drivers and female drivers, and the <laughs> graphic was this pie chart with percentages.
1: Mm-hmm. And after
0: he got done with the setup, he said, "And if you because it was the difference of like how men drive and how women drive." So the audience is already thinking it's going to go a certain way. And he says, and if you notice, the percentages in the pie chart don't add up to 100% because that graphic was put together by a woman. (laughs) And the audience just is like, ooh, oh, and you kind of hear them groaning of like, oh, no, I'm not going to laugh at that. And he soaks it in and he he draws it out and he draws it out. And he starts catching some boos from the audience. And, he, and then he just looks at the audience and grins and says, those of you who are booing me right now, I'll have you know that that joke was written by a woman. <laughs> so now what the hell are you going to do? And there, he draws that out and then the audience is like, oh, what do we do? And like some of them start <laughs> clapping and like cheering him and nobody quite knows what to do. And he just soaks it in and he just kind of chuckles and says, <laughs> just kidding. We don't hire women around here. Which but it's just so perfect because at the end of it, it was like, you don't really know what was the joke. What was the point? (laughs) Is he a chauvinist? Like, is he a feminist that's pretending to be a chauvinist and he's linking at? Like, was any part of that true? Was none of it true? And it's it's just so chaotic and I don't know. That's just my favorite Nolan joke. (laughs) So anyway, without further ado, here's our
1: update.
0: Here's the FSBT update. A new study claims that 40% of adults would be open to sleeping with a sex robot, although this is hardly surprising because everyone knows that robots give sex to get love. <laughs> That's <so> stupid. <laughs> That's
1: very stupid. <laughs> 40%? 40%. 40% of all humans... Of all adults? Like, what's the male-female split here?
0: Uh, it was like uh, males were slightly higher than females, supposedly. I don't know.
1: Oh.
0: It's probably a study commissioned by the sex robot company. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't... There's just certain aspects of, of things that I can say I honestly don't get.
0: Uh, you should have heard the early drafts of that joke. <laughs> some of them involve Becky Falwell, and some of them are just not good. So I just left it. Anyway, a new Bible is causing controversy the Ultimate American Bible, which is printed. I wish you could see Casey's face right now. <laughs> which is printed with an American flag and includes the Declaration of Independence inside. You know, call me old-fashioned, but I like the Ultimate American Bible better the first time, when it was called the New Living Translation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Ultimate American Bible. Because, you know, <laughs> what would make you want to open the Bible more than also being able to read the most boring document ever called the declaration of independence
0: (laughs) that's that's at middle casey on twitter (laughs) a new study says that 14 percent of american churches are facing serious financial hardship due to the ongoing pandemic Furthermore, an additional twelve percent are facing financial hardship due to Thomas Kincaid peeing on all the pews. <laughs>
1: I don't even know. Thomas Kincaid,
0: the painter of light. He, we've talked He's been about this dead
1: for a decade.
0: Yeah, but we've talked about this. He had a habit of ritual urination. He did. Yeah, we've talked about this. He would pee places, like he would pee in public. Like that was part of his scandal before he died.
1: I missed that. I mean mm. I was probably here for the conversation. But how many episodes have we done?
0: This is so episode many. number one hundred and eighty five total, of which you've been a part no, of probably
1: this is not one hundred eighty five. This is like one eighty seven. I know this for a fact.
0: Yes yeah, yeah, you're right, it's one eighty seven.
1: Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> All right, so that that one didn't that one didn't land.
1: Okay. Get my wine back. I set it down to prove you wrong.
0: <laughs> take a take a big swig of wine before this joke. Maybe it'll make it funnier. Okay. The Pope made waves this week. During a speech in Slovakia he warned the audience to quote not exploit religion for politics. You can read all about this in the Pope's new book, I cured covid by reading a poem. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I told you to drink some wine before that one. No, <laughs> after. It would have been a lot of funnier. A lot, a <laughs> lot funnier. <laughs> Scientists announced this week that in most bathrooms, the dirtiest part of the room, the towel rack, it's where the most germs are, huh. the towel rack.
1: Like your bathroom at home?
0: Yeah. Of course, to those of us who grew up in youth group, hearing that racks are dangerous, not a surprise at all. <laughs> Oddly enough, in Thomas Kincaid's bathroom, totally clean. Oh my. God. <laughs> no pee anywhere in his bathrooms.
1: Why is the towel rack the dirtiest? Cuz you just don't ever wipe it down.
0: I don't know, maybe cuz it stays damp. Like the I don't when have you wash your hands rack. and you wash we your have hands. Like the and hooks
1: on the back of the door.
0: Hmm. <laughs> and finally tonight, a billboard in Tennessee was recently taken down due to controversy. Because it compared former President Trump to Jesus. <laughs> I saw that. Although if you think about it, they are pretty similar. They're both white.
1: Oh my gosh. Stop. I'm canceling this joke right now.
0: <laughs> They're both Republican. <laughs> and Casey Hosk has asked both of them into her heart. So... <laughs> So you know, not that far off base. Wow. FSBT update. <laughs> good thing. I, good thing. The one part of that that didn't make any sense, Thomas Kincaid, wasn't something I doubled down on later in the in the in the segment. That's <laughs> fine.
1: That's fine. I
0: don't That's care. I don't care. Hey, let's do some housekeeping. Thomas oh,
1: Kincaid jokes are, are are free free game. Yeah. despite the tragic end of his life.
0: Uh, I mean, just to know. If I started uh, pulling my privates out in public places and whizzing all over everywhere for people to see, th- no matter what else I did, I feel like I'm opening myself up to jokes at that point. Yeah, um, yeah
1: you're probably right.
0: Apparently, uh, whipped it out and started peeing like on one of the exhibits at Disneyland once. And while they were trying to get him to stop, he just started screaming, this one's for you, Walt. Oh.
1: Amazing. You can actually still buy Thomas Kincaid art at Disney World and probably Disneyland. So whatever he did, it wasn't bad enough to make Disney turn down that Thomas Kincaid money.
0: <laughs> also apparently claimed one time that God was his art agent. charming
1: charming guy i should have danny try that
0: (laughs) danny (laughs) haas god is my art agent trademark (laughs) i'm assuming that's what you meant and not the ritualistic urination
1: yep that's definitely what i meant
0: okay good we're on the same page here
1: (laughs) okay do your housekeeping
0: housekeeping uh okay so we haven't mentioned this in forever we do have a patreon and the address of that is... What is the address of that, Casey?
1: Patreon.com slash Matthew Pierce slash Casey Haas slash FSBT slash, slash just Google it because we can never remember. Slash
0: Kinkade Fan 1.
1: <laughs> For him, Fan Club.
0: Yeah, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a Patreon. Uh, we sell t-shirts. We need to do a t-shirt giveaway. We haven't done one of those in a while we should yeah maybe next time let's let's think of a way to do it maybe come back next time with another t-shirt giveaway that's a great uh, idea so yeah patreon check let's it out let's make
1: the let's make the listeners come up with the way that they have to earn the shirt how about that
0: <laughs> here's my question don't all listeners probably already have a shirt already because we've done a few of these and i feel like
1: i really hope so yeah i don't know why people wouldn't be proudly displaying their podcast choices on a t-shirt
0: this is true this is true yeah we'll, we'll figure something out if you've already got a shirt just give it to the most uh, you know give it to the most uptight pastor you know
1: <laughs> okay but what so. were we going to say to the patrons
0: um uh, thank you I don't know thank did you. I have anything to say to the patrons
1: thank you no I don't know thank yeah. you for claiming Matthew's book oh. Yeah, I'm reading guys, it. giving all it those five star reviews on Amazon and Goodreads.
0: Yeah, I uh, I've caught a few three stars, but I haven't got any like one stars yet.
1: That's good. That's good. Yeah, three stars is good. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the motto of Danny's podcast. <laughs> three stars is good <laughs> mm. <laughs> when they're talking about rating movies.
0: Yeah, actually, we we might put something on Patreon. Uh, so I guess on another podcast that hasn't come out yet. And they were kind of asking if I would do something involving Michael W. Smith. So mm. I rolled in there to do Michael W. Smith singing uh, a specific song by <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B. I don't think that's going to wind up on the episode. So Probably not. maybe i could recreate that and just put it on patreon
1: <laughs> i would i would love that because i really do feel like i need to hear that for my personal time of worship
0: <laughs> i we were doing zoom and i looked up and like they weren't saying anything so when i finished singing it, i just looked up and they were both like <laughs> heads like looking straight up just mouths open with nothing no sound <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's the best kind of laugh
0: i guess okay uh we did get some pushback from last episode Let's see if i can get the names on this right seth seth, seth basically <laughs> said that i was a moron for not wanting a million dollars to be short uh and my response to seth is when have i ever not claimed to be a moron so
1: <laughs> when <gasps> have you uh... ever claimed to not be a moron i think that's the way you meant to phrase that well sentence. would a
0: moron know the difference there i think not <laughs>
1: That's true, that's true
0: (laughs) Now, breaking news On Twitter, I just saw this Beth Moore, I just had to turn in A creeper at the Kroger Right in the Frozens Is nothing sacred? What does that mean? I just had to turn in a creeper At the Kroger, right in the Frozens Was it Thomas (laughs) Kincaid? Oh man, I should Tweet that at it right now Was it Thomas (laughs) Kincaid? (laughs)
1: Thomas Kincaid peeing in front of the peas
0: (laughs) Casey (laughs) alright so uh, (laughs) other feedback this is from Maddie okay introvert thoughts during episode 186 do you know how many new people you would have to meet if you lived forever that sounds horrifying right because
1: everybody else keeps dying
0: (sighs) ugh This goes back to my other thing Like is heaven Like are we sure heaven's gonna be Fun all the time If you're an introvert Because I don't know I don't know I mean it's better than hell
1: <laughs> Probably
0: As Theologian Matthew Pierce Heaven Yeah it's better than hell <laughs> I also might have uh Made some Uh Oh, what is going on tonight? Karen Swallow Prior just tweeted, "Had to call 911 on my drive home tonight. Loose cow on the side of the road." Was is it Thomas it kincaid
1: <laughs> Is it a full moon?
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: Let's look. You know, I have an app for that. Speaking of apps, I <laughs> are we done with housekeeping? Uh, yeah. It's almost a full moon. Okay. Or maybe it just was. What does waxing mean? It's getting bigger, right? Yeah. It's almost a full moon. So, <sighs> Instagram, let me know about this app. Was it Instagram? I don't know. It's called the Love Sync app.
0: <laughs> okay. So,
1: you and your partner download the app. And when you're feeling a little, you know, like, you know, <laughs> you tap something in the app. But... <laughs> it doesn't notify your partner that you've tapped it. It only sends you a notification if they tap it also, but you don't, you're not really following each other's thing, so it just is like if you guys both happen to say that you're horny at the same time, the app is like, now's a good time. And I just want to know why we're overcomplicating life.
0: Yeah, so...
1: there's this thing called texting that you can do and you can just be like, hey, you can even just do it with emojis and your partner, you could be like, emoji, 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 Y slash in? and they could be like Y or N and you don't have to add a whole new app on your phone <laughs> called Love Sync.
0: <laughs> Or, you know, I'm a, I'm a little older than you.
1: Okay. I'm
0: from a different generation. Okay. Uh, you know no, you could do it not. like like we like, like we used to do. You know you just take out a piece of paper and you put two boxes. <laughs> and say check one. You fold it up and just hand it to the person.
1: What time works for you? Is that the two boxes? <laughs> those are those are my two boxes. <laughs> Anyways, I just thought that was so weird. It's just there's this app where you Are like asking for sex, but it doesn't even tell you. It only like you have to both tap it at the same time or within (laughs) this like same window of time. Do you want me to stop saying tap it? Yes, please. (laughs) Tap tap the tap it. That's what is. I'm just repeating what the app says or the advertisements say. (laughs)
0: <laughs> there, there was like you're were, you're were giving me too many opportunities for jokes there like i just like they were all there were too many of them couldn't even couldn't even head make it was joke. exploding yeah
1: <laughs> anyways that was that was just <laughs> something that i couldn't believe existed but i think i should stop being surprised that things like that exist
0: is there a christian version we're, uh, we're, I think it only works if you're married. I
1: don't know. You have to, like, upload a picture of your marriage license before you can activate your account.
0: <laughs> Maybe you got a bunch of, like, teenage boys just sitting there, like they're sending a Morse code message. And there's nobody on the other end. You're just tapping it. It, only but it
1: works with your it only works with your partner though. You're not just like sending out a message and it's not like a like a um what is that dating app called?
0: Yeah, the Christian version is it goes if you're not married, it goes straight to your accountability partner.
1: <laughs> it's not like that. You're not like your... sending out a message to everybody. That says I'm horny, and then whoever else is horny is like, "Oh, it's it's specifically for partners."
0: He goes to your pastor if you're not married.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, he goes to your no. youth pastor if you're not married. <laughs> and then Trey calls you later that night. Hey, brother.
1: Hey, struggling. Hey, brother. I see that you're struggling.
0: How's your walk with the Lord?
1: <laughs> okay. I have another question and I told Danny I was gonna I was gonna bring this up because you said on the last episode I mean maybe it might have gotten cut <laughs> it's a large segment <laughs> of our last episode cut got, got, got I, I don't
0: I don't recall this
1: <laughs> that you're a slow driver so I don't remember how we got into this conversation but are you maybe this can be a Casey's stupid question of the episode are you supposed to always slow down as you approach an intersection?
0: Um I mean it's good practice like, Is I don't that know. something
1: that Danny just does to annoy me?
0: No I think it's good practice like you <laughs> slow down you treat every light like it's about to change
1: <sighs> You and Danny should just
0: <laughs> Oh I'm sorry Get I'm together sorry. We got, we got, Hey we got a couple husbands over here that value <laughs> the lives of their wife and children <laughs> uncool I know.
1: i know i shouldn't complain because i literally never feel unsafe when danny's driving but i just <laughs> it's like you're coming up on a light that you know is a really long light and you're like okay i know we could make this light if you just will just just go just don't act like it's about to change just drive <sighs>
0: Dad, dad code prevents me from taking your side on this one.
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't need you to take my side. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> I, it doesn't matter. It's fine. I would much rather be married to a slow, safe driver than like a hothead road rager. So, it's good. It's fine. It's all good. <laughs>
0: Shout out to Danny.
1: We can't all be hothead road racers, you know. <laughs> Not both people in the marriage. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> That's all I brought to this whole episode.
0: <laughs> so, uh, you know, speaking of cars, your air conditioner doing okay?
1: Oh, <laughs> it is it's it's almost too cold actually
0: okay i don't actually really, i didn't really even care about getting, this, getting that on the episode i just like the dad in me just needed to know like if it was okay
1: it is so I, i'll tell the story but uh our our van ac has been kind of slowly deteriorating and i had a maybe you could call it a literal meltdown on Wednesday about it because, or Thursday, I don't know what day. I've lost track of all time and because we drove, I drove the kids home from the park and it was very hot and I was very hot and my air was blowing warm air on me. Even with the windows down, I was struggling. So anyways, I told Matthew that it wasn't working and he let, he, Danny was recording his podcast when we were chatting So you told me how to check and see if it was the compressor. So I did that. And then the next morning, and then you said you should try to just charge it with the refrigerant. So Danny was up and at AutoZone before I was even awake the next morning. And he (laughs) fixed it. (laughs) And wow, our air is cold again. And it's amazing because we live in Orlando where it's still very very hot so shout out to Matthew for just knowing how to fix stuff
0: (laughs) and Danny (laughs) for
1: just doing it
0: yeah shout out to Danny getting in there and getting it done yes yeah no no special no special wisdom there on my part just the being the veteran of having to drive (laughs) your kids around in a hot van uh there's there's nothing wow. it's that's the worst that is the worst when you have no air conditioning in the summer you feel like such a bad parent yeah and we've we've been down that road a couple times that's 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 the reason i have knowledge <laughs> of this is fighting fighting the air conditioner several wow. times
1: wow so yeah we're good We're we're ice cold now so
0: Alright. Yeah. Well oh, that's good.
1: Our deck segment was your idea and I'm ready. I'm so ready.
0: So um so I was looking for just like a flimsy excuse of a segment to <laughs> <laughs> give us a uh give us an intro to just extol or uh by the same token rant about just random things that aren't really connected to each other mm-hmm. which is essentially all we do on this podcast anyway <laughs> uh, it's just a series of yes. increasingly convoluted uh you know premises to allow us to do this <laughs> so we're going to play a, a very creative segment right now it's called overrated underrated <laughs> it's beautiful Where we just talk about random things that are maybe underrated and certain things that are overrated could be random could be serious okay
1: okay i don't I have like anything this is a, serious
0: i feel like this is a good one we could kick to the, kick to the listeners as well of just like what's a random thing that's overrated or underrated to you
1: people love this stuff because we love to just share contrary opinions as humans
0: <laughs> yeah um i'll keep this out of the uh i'll keep i'll keep my contrarian views out of this okay uh, as, i don't have that I many
1: wasn't yeah, just... best brain space today so I'll probably come up with like twelve tomorrow.
0: <laughs> so I just want to start with something really simple. Okay. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about sodas, or if you live in the South, Coke, as, okay. as it's known. Okay. Uh, I just feel I, I've got some 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 fruit soda opinions here. Okay. I feel like Sunkiss, definitely underrated.
1: Okay. Sunkist, is, that, re- is that a lemon lime or a?
0: No, Sunkiss is the orange one. I know this okay. differs by region somewhat, so okay. if you need to transpose it, it's just with you know, whatever it used to be called slice. <laughs> I think Okay,
1: you're like literally going like soda by soda to see if it's overrated or underrated. I'm ready for this. I'm no, so I've just ready.
0: got I've just got two main ones. I just wanna say that sunkist. sunkist the orange soda is underrated. And I go back to it as the the Bible says as a dog goes back to its vomit. I keep trying it. It just never really gets any better. But I'm just gonna say grape is a little bit overrated. What is? Grapeco, the grape soda?
1: Oh, I, I I can't say that I ever have any desire to drink grape soda. That feels like a like a seven year old beverage, right? A
0: little bit. <laughs> a little bit. And maybe it's the seven year old Matthew that keeps reaching out for it of like no mm-hmm. no no it's gonna be good this time and it's just mm-hmm. it, it's it's all right but it's just not what you think it is so <laughs> grape.
1: <yeah. laughs> grape soda i i probably haven't it, i mean i'm 37 but i know i'm 38 i just turned 38 i have not had grape soda in 30 years
0: <laughs> wow
1: <laughs> probably Cause you'd have to buy like the full two liter, right? Grape soda is not something no, no, you can no. just pull out of the case at the gas station, is it?
0: Yeah, it is. You can get you can get twenty ounces of grape really? a go. Yeah.
1: Okay, I'm gonna look next time. My kids would probably love it. Yeah. I yeah. know one of them loves orange Fanta, which is probably similar to Sunkist. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Not a, not a fruit soda person, I take it. Me? Yeah.
1: No. 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 Not really.
0: Kendra and I had a huge fight as newly <laughs> Not a huge fight. We had a medium-sized fight as newlyweds because she told me I was drinking too much Mountain Dew, which is true. But I told her it had orange juice in it, so it should count as a fruit. And she refused to believe it had orange juice in it, and without even looking at the at the ingredients. And I finally pulled the ingredients out. I was like, "No, it says orange juice." And in typical uh, wife fashion, she just threw the data out. I was like, "That doesn't count. That doesn't count." <laughs>
1: uh, so maybe on some other episode, you could um, you could give me the rubric for what classifies as a huge fight, or medium fight, or small fight. <laughs> <laughs> what has to happen to elevate it to the to the huge fight (laughs) small fight
0: small fight can be resolved in the shower conversation okay (laughs) medium fight lives on outside the shower conversation okay and huge fight i think it's pretty simple small fight can be resolved in the shower medium fight goes all the way to bedtime and large fight carries on to a different day
1: okay i don't think i've had a fight like a a fight that goes on for more than a day in a very long time
0: well you know it's 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 really the like the the make or break stuff that are the large fights like when you have your friend do the wiring in the bathroom without your (laughs) husband's approval right (sighs) or not for knowledge it's just you know the biblical grounds for divorce kind of thing so
1: (laughs) okay i guess i can do one yeah Mm. i gotta pick underrated or overrated i only have one overrated (laughs) Uh, i'll do that one first overrated Making up games for your podcast? (laughs) Uh. (laughs) You know, they say, you be innovative and, you know, do something new and fresh, and then you do it, (laughs) and it doesn't work at all, and the whole segment has to get cut. I just wanna say it's overrated. You should just stick with the- stick with what you know. Tried and true segments only.
0: <laughs> Not always fun for your podcast partner who has to put on the, the Grim Reaper hood. <laughs> and make tough decisions of which segment lives <laughs> and which segment dies.
1: Well, yeah, it's overrated. Uh, yeah, you know,
0: your, your partner spent a lot of time and effort putting this together. But that's just... Yeah, <laughs> might be 20 minutes. It has to be... <laughs> Swiftly and mercilessly and we would murdered. just like
1: to say to the listeners, you're welcome for not putting you through it. <laughs> you're welcome. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> what do you got?
0: Overrated bedtime for kids. That's that's cheating. Nobody's nobody's actually saying that that it's good, but
1: yeah, they are. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, it's the best time of day when your kids are asleep. Yeah, know, but you like, got to get them to that yeah, point.
0: Frickin' bedtime process. <laughs> that's, that's like, probably the worst thing I do as a dad. I'm just pretty much worthless at bedtime.
1: Mm. Kendra you mean, does like the almost... thing that you're least skilled at as a dad? Is that what you mean?
0: <sighs> well, yeah. But also, like, schedule-wise. Mm. Because I, I get up probably four hours before Kendra does, so... Like the, the, like, the... It'd be, like, you know, if bedtime's at 9 o'clock. Imagine putting your kids to bed at 1 a.m. Mm. Like, staying up with your kids to 1 a.m. Because when they're going to bed, it's, like, 1 a.m. to me. Uh-huh. So, yeah. um... I got, no, I got nothing.
1: But, okay, so... Do you put all... Do you guys still, like, put all of your kids to bed? Because, like, my older girls, we don't really put them to bed. They just... We kiss him good night and tell him to go to bed.
0: But yeah, I mean it's just mostly just the younger one, but she's yeah. she's horrible.
1: <laughs>
0: she's she's pretty much a bad person <laughs> right now.
1: She has been for quite some time,
0: and shows <laughs> no signs of abating either.
1: Right, it's the it's the age, it's the age, and her position in the family.
0: Uh, it's, it's, it's the worst man it's the worst like there's the routine there's got to be the routine i'm talking like from age like you know one and a half to four and a half or whenever five whenever it gets better like mm-hmm. it's just it's, it's horrible it's horrible and they get tired it's, and they get crabby and they punch yeah, and scratch yeah. and scream and
1: We've just started basically giving in to all of George's insane demands after a certain time of day. Like, he insists on being carried upside down from wherever he is to the bedroom. And it's just like, there's really no reason not to do this, so (laughs) I'm just going to do this every day until I can't pick you up anymore. (laughs) And then, so then we go, so we go to the bedroom and we do books. And then we have to go then we go to the bathroom and brush teeth because usually he's eating a snack while we read books because he has to eat um every 30 minutes it feels like <laughs> so from there we have to go upside down again from the bedroom to the bathroom to brush teeth and it's just okay buddy sure
0: <laughs> i'll be i listen my i'll be honest my batting average for the Brushing teeth, not not great <laughs> with the kids. Like, like when it's my turn, it done? yeah, that's yeah. the first thing that goes. It's like <laughs> the you know, all those teeth are falling out anyway. I really don't care.
1: George has teeth issues, so I'm pretty diligent about it. But yeah, I Ken... I'm kind of the same way. They're all going. <laughs> they're all gonna fall out at some point.
0: <laughs> this is horrible. I, I mean, Kendra's really good about brushing her teeth. I should say that. Not not great about (laughs) them.
1: Okay. Underrated for me. Shutting up about pumpkin spice. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. I don't mean like how much you love pumpkin spice or I just mean like in general. Like I just want everyone to be quiet about it. If you love it, you love it. It's great. There's just pumpkin drink at Starbucks I love. If you hate it or if you think it's stupid, whatever. Just everybody shut up about it. We don't do this with any <laughs> other flavor. Nobody at Christmas time is like, I just wish everybody would shut up about peppermint. Like, what what's going on with <laughs> why why is this such a big deal?
0: I think we literally had a segment where I said peppermint <laughs> is the Matthew, s- by the- first
1: episode I ever recorded with you, we rated mints. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're gonna do like wintergreen, then spearmint, then peppermint.
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: Cinnamon was probably in there too. Probably around the <laughs> um.
1: Anyways, <sighs> I'm surprised. I, I drove past a church today, and their sign said Jesus is better than pumpkin spice. I'm like, first of all, well,
0: well, actually,
1: no one is ta- like no one is comparing these two things. No, no one. Also, can we just just let it be a thing without it being a thing? I just want—I just want it to go away. In the in the cultural, what is it? Lexicon is that yeah. a word? is that the right mm-hmm. word?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Du- duly noted. I I hear your concerns. <laughs> <laughs> and I value your opinion. All right, let's talk about underrated. I got to. This one's like halfway serious. I'm, okay. I'm going to say underrated. An underrated thing to me is the Bible as a life manual.
1: An underrated thing?
0: Yeah. Is. I sometimes like I don't think. We, basic
1: instructions before leaving Earth type thing?
0: No, just the how to live. Like, mm-hmm. I think the Bible is sometimes underrated. It's just like a thing of how to a rule book of how to live. Mm. And I got to preface this by saying, you know, I don't want to live in a theocracy. I don't want to, you know, not, you know, I don't know how you'd listen to this far of the podcast and think that I was that guy, <laughs> but just to preface it, I'm not saying that everybody should do this or, you know, we should make right. people whatever, uh, but it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's just a life manual, you know, let alone mm. like the, the, the map to salvation mm-hmm. and to learning about God. But, so I was listening to this podcast. I was listening to the Ryan Rosillo podcast and he does a life advice segment. And it was him and his producers and they got a couple just really random problems from the, his listeners about uh, this woman that I've been sleeping with. I'm probably going to marry, but we're together and she wants me to give her a stipend every month. Do I give her yeah. a stipend? We're not married, but we're sleeping together and she wants me to give her money for... A blow every m- month. Should I do this?
1: That was an interesting turn of phrase you chose, but okay. Yeah,
0: you know, it was. <laughs> uh, and another one, very similar from a, a guy about the same age. He was like, You know, I'm, I'm with this woman. We've been sleeping together. Uh, and I was looking at porn and I found her nudes on the web. Now, what do I do? Do I mm-hmm. go to her and tell her, or do I not and just have it gnaw at me for the rest of my life? And I was just thinking, like, you know, not judging anybody. I'm really not judging anybody, but right. I'm just thinking, like, how many headaches like this
1: mm-hmm.
0: does the Bible just save us from? Like, if mm-hmm. we do things the way God tells us to,
1: mm-hmm.
0: kind of amazing. Like, yeah. you know, the whole like, should I give my person that I'm sleeping with a stipend before we we're married? Mary's like, no. Like, you <laughs> wait till you wait till you get married. Then you sleep together. And then everything is shared. Like, yeah, you know. Don't have to worry about stuff like that, and then <laughs> you know the second one kind of takes care of itself. If you, <laughs> if you at several junctures takes care of itself if you're mm-hmm. kind of following the Bible, it's kind of amazing. Like how many how many headaches? Because the thing that got me is just listening to Ryan Rossolo and his producers sort of fumble around trying to find like the right advice to mm-hmm. to give these guys, which is you know it's really difficult. But it just it just it just really struck me like, you know those a lot of the rules in the Bible are not there just uh, you know because God's vengeful but right because they actually do kind of make sense
1: right. So. Or as the Jesus Storybook Bible tells says, it it tells us how life works best. I like that like verbiage.
0: But what like, does the ultimate American <laughs> Bible say?
1: Faith over fear. No, I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you think I'm not getting you an American, ultimate American Bible for, for Christmas.
1: You're not going to get that.
0: That would be incredible.
1: Um, You know, i I've been thinking recently about how, like during this whole, this whole, these whole last few years and just kind of the way that a lot of American Christians have, revealed themselves or how I've maybe had my eyes open to a lot of how American Christianity is and <clears throat> like the theology of, you know, that we're saved by grace alone through faith alone in Christ alone. Like, I, I 100% believe that. But I think sometimes that's used to, to just as an excuse to just not be a decent person. <laughs> like, we...
0: Are you talking about Calvinists?
1: I'm talking about how, like, growing up, there's just this, like, because when I was growing up, we talked a lot about, like, how so many Catholics believe that you just have to be a good person to get into heaven. Which, okay, we don't believe that. But also, maybe you could also try to be a good person. <laughs> and I think that kind of goes along with. What you were saying, like the Bible as just, you know, showing us how life works best or you know, as as a as a um instruction manual. Like. Yeah,
0: like how many how many issues like in relationships and, and this is totally simplistic, like, I know pro- problems are inherently complex, but just the golden rule of you know mm-hmm. treat treat somebody the way you would want to be treated.
1: Mm-hmm. And if
0: that's your starting point of how would i want somebody to treat me Mm -hmm. i mean how many problems does that instantly maybe not solve but minimize at the very least
1: yeah i also think that does require a little bit more self-awareness than some people have (laughs) because i think some people think that they want to be always treated a certain way but they don't really see that they don't like people say i want tough love no, you don't. <laughs> you don't want tough love. You want grace for everything, you know? Do you understand what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah.
0: One of the greatest... That was a good one.
1: I like that one.
0: Thanks. What, what you were saying of what people say versus what they actually mean. One of the greatest call-outs I've ever seen, and I, I can't explain the context, but or where it happened, but it was in a staff meeting. We'll just call it a staff meeting okay and somebody was saying i'm just too sensitive i i I care what people think of me i I take criticism too hard because i'm too sensitive and somebody said no you're not you're a narcissist and when people don't love you as much as you love yourself it bugs you Mm. (laughs) (laughs) fantastic wow I don't even know if that was true or not in that guy's case. (laughs)
1: Are underrated.
0: (laughs) It may not have been true. He may actually have been sensitive. I just (laughs) thought it was an incredible comeback.
1: (laughs) Okay, my next one underrated is uh, customer service chat features. I absolutely love when I need to talk to a customer service representative. And instead of picking up my phone, I can just click the chat now button on the website and just type it up <laughs> with somebody. It's just the best. Because it's not because I'm so averse to talking on the phone, even though I don't prefer it, but it's really hard for me to get a quiet, like during the day, like a quiet moment to talk on the phone. Yeah. Especially, you know... <sighs> sometimes it's it's, i'm not saying this as a derogatory thing but sometimes the customer service reps are hard to understand yeah and if it's a chat feature then there's really not a lot of room for for misunderstanding or it's really easy to get clarification and i just it's it's one of my favorite things about modern times
0: (laughs) you ever go to a website and the thing will pop up and they say virtual you know yeah your customer service one i saying it's like oh are they actually there or, <laughs> or... i wonder that too like are they sitting there waiting on like watching me through the computer they are. Like, what's, what's he gonna do <laughs> why does he have why does he have 10 tabs of for him lyrics pulled open
1: <laughs> they're coming into your computer <laughs> i think they have to tell you if they're gonna do that <laughs> Okay, how many more do you have?
0: I just got one. Okay, good, have? I have one more too. Alright, uh, overrated wheat bread. Hey, I know what's good. Let's take a, a perfectly good slice of white bread and go out and wipe it in the gutter and get gravel on it. <laughs> we'll call it wheat bread.
1: <laughs> I don't I don't feel like a lot of people are rating wheat bread highly. I think most people are... are they they say they like it but they're lying to themselves because they want to pretend to be super healthy.
0: <laughs> yeah, they want the you know, they want all the uh all the texture of <laughs> white bread but just like if you strapped it on the bottom of your feet and walked around <laughs> on it all day.
1: Would you rather eat white bread that has been strapped <laughs> to the bottom of your feet all day? <laughs> I don't like, mind like the honey wheat bread. I think yeah, that's not fine. too bad. But the, the super... whole wheat, it's mm-hmm. just a little bit. It's a little bit too much.
0: Why? Why would you do that? I mean, if you're <laughs> if you're that healthy, why are you eating bread anyway? Like just <laughs> you're fooling
1: like, yourself. <laughs> that's like a Diet
0: Coke at Zaxby's. You're not. <laughs> you're you're washing the deck of the Titanic.
1: What's <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> anyway. All right, what's your last one? Uh,
1: underrated vanilla. Okay. This goes for the flavor and also like the things that people are like when they try to use vanilla as a like a an insult, <laughs> like vanilla sex or vanilla life or whatever. Vanilla mm-hmm. beads come from an orchid, which is an exquisite <laughs> plant, and somehow we've used it to equate it with like boring, and basic, and I think vanilla is amazing. So,
0: I do too. First, you know
1: what? You take take that how you want, but I'm all for vanilla.
0: <laughs> First, uh, serious date I had with Kendra, I think this was the date that. I asked her to be my girlfriend. I had her over to my apartment. I don't know where my roommates were. And I set out some vanilla cookie candles. Okay. I always remember that. So vanilla. <laughs> it works.
1: <laughs> vanilla cookie candles. Wow. Yeah.
0: And I cooked. What did I cook for her? I cooked.
1: Oh, my. Cooked uh, candles out and you cooked for her?
0: I did. And I. I cooked wrapped chicken, I think, with rice. Wrapped?
1: Like you wrapped it with something?
0: Yeah, like you wrap it in like uh, little slices of ham and bacon. Oh. Yeah.
1: Impressive. That yeah. might have been sensory overload for me, those vanilla candles and the ham and bacon-wrapped chicken <laughs> smells, but I'm happy it worked for you. It, it <laughs>
0: So to the socially awkward, I say, you too can find a woman You in the way cook and put up some em- Embrace it.